0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host. Karen. And we're live on a Saturday morning, ready to do some feedback. This is the episode where we talk about what you had to say because you left feedback. You can look in the show notes for how to leave feedback. The website, the YouTube, the five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. It is helpful. It is helpful. We love it. We appreciate it. Okay, you do it, and damn it, we're here to do it back to you. Yes. Of course, we're doing this one because uh, we thought about it, and it's like it's easier to do a short feedback show to this week than to try to give y'all Combined. two weeks. Because you know y'all niggas like to talk.
2: <laughs> y'all be having something to say.
1: And, uh, you know, the next thing you know, it's three, four hours, and uh, Lord knows we had enough of that, okay? <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's get into the show. The official weapon of the show is phone jail, and the unofficial sport. But if I had to think about that, you gotta tape a tape a sticky to your to your monitor or something.
2: Uh, some- <laughs> my brain goes on all we i mean nigga you've been asking me that question for like 20 years
1: (laughs) i know um (laughs) uh and of course uh like i said uh this is a feedback show so the first thing we need to really do is shout out the people that took the time to give us some money because money is important and um in this world and if you don't have it then um you're broke and we wouldn't be doing this show. So let's shout That's y'all true. out. You can donate to the show by going to blackguywhotips.com. Look on the right-hand side. There's a PayPal donation thing where you can set up how you can donate recurring. You can do it one time. It can be any amount. We give everybody the same shout-out.
3: May
4: I have your attention. You are now listening to Charlotte's Own Rod and Karen. We welcome the good folks who tie to the Black Lion Tips.
1: Today's a new day. That's right. New donations, new salutations. Shout out to Michael Irvin, the Playmaker. Jasmine A., Michael F., Mary H., Deborah O., Stefan H., Allison H., Corey B., Jonathan H., Jeff M., Mako H., the H's is coming through this week. They always come through in bunches. Marvin B., yes, marvin b early days of photography the homie j4 michael w micole f chris b asia d and Annie Annie, i hope you're okay david from brooklyn tom w michael s and lastly my mama my mama put in on the podcast this week so shout out to that donation we appreciate all of y'all money thank we you do. oh it's too funky um why is our music so dope uh we had one five star review one new one it's from tormentus <clears throat> from united states mm-hmm. says love the show as the title five stars love the show because rod and karen are hot thank you
2: yeah you didn't got to be long y'all it ain't That's all it, you got. to say it ain't got to be long we understand some of y'all don't got the five to donate you don't got the five mm-hmm. for just a tip you ain't got the five to go premium you're like look i'm i'm just surviving good times but I, you got I the five it.
1: stars
2: you got the five and we'll stars. take that
1: we will okay um, man, Puff Daddy really ruined that because I was gonna say we'll take that like Puff Daddy, and I was like, nah, no, that means something totally no. different now. Mm-mm. This nigga,
2: yeah, he done changed the phrase because I, yeah, that's my jam. Take that, take that, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to, ch- I don't, <laughs> I'm gonna have to change the way I phrase shit. If I remember, I'm not even gonna lie, I'm, it's it stuck in my brain now
1: uh also programming note tomorrow jl covan will be on the show um to kick off the new year be new year's eve uh edition of the blackout tips and we'll be talking about his long journey to finally get half blackface
2: Ooh, this five
1: year battle i already pre-ordered it on my apple tv plus uh but he he sent me and you a preview link if, if i can figure out how to watch it on tv i will but if not i'm just gonna watch it on my big tv because i think it deserves the big tv treatment i don't i'm not gonna watch this on this on a phone Mm-mm. on a tablet no i ain't
2: pay that money for yeah. that tv not to see JL. he didn't suffer
1: for our sins so he all right um <laughs> i
5: know Jana went through it all <laughs>
1: Uh, we have episodes to talk about. Episode 2828, Menu Anxiety. Wait, that can't be it. Episode 2826, <laughs> You're a Mean One. Mr. Print was the name of this episode. <laughs> he is. Shout out to all y'all freaks that probably thought it was about gray sweatpants or something, but it's not.
2: <laughs> not that type of print.
1: Abia says, thank you for providing a safe space for those with printing stress disorder, distress disorder. It feels good to know that I'm not alone. <clears throat> and the printer does so much more bitchy shit. The app that is working the best has decided that the maximum amount of copies I could choose is five. So if I want to print 30 invitations I have to stay with Mr. Printer while he is working to click on print again when he has finished five. What a needy bitch. When you try to use any other ink to HP, he dra- dramatically says, warning, I've detected non-HP ink. I would not be responsible for possible damage that will result from this. Or he just ignores the ink and behaves as if he has got hasn't gotten any yet oh no i know i have an hp printer so maybe it's the hp maybe that's what the hp stands for it's huge prick okay it's a huge it's a huge prick to deal with when i'm in a hurry he sometimes prints a test site for no reason just to show off with all the colors in the maximal quality to also waste the most ink yes you're like i didn't ask you to do this it was never better why why do printers hate people yeah that's the thing like This is the best version of a printer I've had, but it's still the worst. It's the worst.
2: Yes, because we were like, oh, let's be fancy. Let's go wireless. You know what I'm saying? Because when you have it hooked up to to that one print, to that one PC, nothing else can print to it.
1: And also, I know they're ripping me off because – they make you sign up for this thing with hp printers now where you have to they it's like oh sign up for this and we'll send you ink whenever you're about to run out of ink but actually what it does is charges me per page that i print and it acts like it's doing me the fucking favor it's like 15 pages are free every month but if you print more than 15 don't worry we'll just charge you for it and start sending you ink eventually and i'm like i didn't ask for this office depot is up the fucking street but also i'm so scared of the big print that i'm that that i think Ah! they'll they'll fucking um i think if i don't sign up for it they'll they'll send the command to my printer to be like yeah stop working
2: (laughs) don't do shit he
1: he he didn't go for the ransom we don't negotiate with with, (laughs) with with terrorists yeah Oh, we're the terrorists. Actually, we we don't negotiate with the hostages. Them <laughs> motherfuckers just give us our money. So I, I pay the shit. I pay the shit every month like a fucking sucker. Cause to them, you're the terrorist. Cause you won't pay. You won't pay the ransom. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Abia says I didn't need uh, the the cholesterol vaccine last time because I already said so much. But I oh I didn't write about i guess the cholesterol vaccine last time cuz I already said so much but I've read about it for work when you talked about it my company has a product that is taken two times a year and this vaccine is the same concept but likely only once I know how it works and I would take it because it goes against the PCSK9 an agent in the body that is like the bodyguard of cholesterol and makes stay uh, that makes it stay in the body <clears throat> and there are no known downsides to eliminating it there are people in the world who don't have PKA PC sk9 because of a mutation and they have uh no pro- zero problems just way less heart issues i wonder when this vaccine will come out and if it does it definitely is as great as uh and also a threat to our product that is very good but this one seems even better good that i changed from cardiology to neurology this year in my company yep i feel you i feel you good for you it always works out for you okay She's was like one step ahead of the big Everybody pharma curve. Is, right. <laughs> one step ahead of the big pharma curve.
2: She is like in the future because that's how she always be posting first. Y'all be like, how she be posting
1: first? Because she, she be knowing. I don't know. She be in there. Hustle No Flow says one more thing about printers. I found out how to clean print heads on YouTube. And one thing that they mentioned is that printers need to print. It was recommended printing something every few days to keep printer heads from getting clogged up. Whenever I go through the process of cleaning the heads, I do a good job of running a test print at least weekly for the first month. And then it's back to letting them get clogged again. Ivy says, great. So to avoid some bitchy print behavior from Mr. Print, I have to interact more with him. Of course, that's so manipulative. Vomit emoji. (laughs) <laughs> not of you, Mr. Print is the manipulative bitch. I agree. I agree. Come on. Also, um, I don't believe him. It's just another way to keep me fucking having to print some of them fifteen pages. Now I gotta waste four pages a month on the fucking test print, which uses the most ink. Yeah. And then they, and now, if I need to go print some like taxes or some shit, it's like, oh, we are gonna have to bill you five dollars. And keep in mind, just because they bill me is that does not mean they send me the ink like they bill me and once i've accumulated enough to where they're like this is about when you should need some ink then they mail me the ink after they've been charging me for months for the bullshit what yeah i told you i'm fucked i i don't i don't know how to get out of this cycle i, I, I understand office space now when that motherfucker took that <laughs> he lost it. that printer outside and beat the shit out of it with a bat i get it bro Green Eye Bandit says just catching up on episodes. But I wanted to thank you for your annual porn recap. As a bit of a connoisseur myself, I love turning into your tuning into your commentary on the trends and the rankings. Well, I like I came up with the phrase a long time ago when we first started the show. Pornosaur Yes, okay, pornosaur. We are Pornosaurs, okay. We we know our porn. Yeah, we know we we you we know we know
2: our definitions, Pornosaur. tomosexuals
1: is another one. Well now nah, this this is very specific about okay. pornosaur, porn. yeah, okay? pornosaur. Yeah, Pornosaur. Yeah. We're you, a Pornosaur mm-hmm. that means that you you know, you're a bit more refined than the average plebeian who yeah, just, da- who dabbles be, a bit.
2: Who just be playing in the shit. Yeah.
1: You know, you know the names. You might yes. know the directors, okay. Yes. You might know the male stars, you might know uh you know what years people work you might be following their instagram you You might might be on the reddit come on you know certain series yeah you might know some things and that's okay you was on black girl online yeah i don't know why we have to be shamed out of it it's clearly the number one industry everybody pissed in my state because tomorrow or well Mm -hmm. monday they're passing a law that goes into effect that means uh you won't be able to get on porn sites uh, unless you have like a VPN or something in 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 uh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and people are mad as hell, and I'm like, now why y'all mad? Right? I'm I'm weird for knowing who Janet Jackman is, but y'all niggas mad as hell because y'all not gonna be able to get your porn come join the porn party if everybody was more open about the shit we wouldn't have passed that dumbass law yep. they use our shame against us it's all yes. because we're supposed to be ashamed of the fact that people watch porn and pleasure themselves or just fucking whatever reason they watch it we're all supposed to be living in shame and republicans and the fucking uh democrats went along with it this time too because you just everyone's so scared they're like i don't want to be the person that sounds like this okay what people are just like how do we make it safe how do you make it so it's only consenting yes we don't no one we're not talking about anything illegal and nefarious Mm -mm. and yet here come the draconian laws because they use that puritanical shit against us and you know what's gonna happen vpn sales gonna go up that's all that's gonna happen Mm -hmm. nothing's really gonna change for people no one's gonna put their fucking license on no website so when it gets hacked they have your history of what the fuck you've been jacking off to because we're not we have not destigmatized any of this shit in our society enough for for you to want to know what your senator jacks to and be and be an adult about it. No one does that. No yeah, one's done the that.
2: The only people that's benefiting is the VPN people. Right? They're like, yes,
1: another state. Yeah, they probably big VPN probably behind the shit. Child, yeah, they wouldn't be surprised if
2: everything I go on be like, hey, we see you in North Carolina. Go on and get that VPN app, girl.
1: Uh, he also goes on plus, or he or she, I don't know. Uh, plus, it prepares me for the most wonderful time of the year. You guessed at AVN in Vegas. Love y'all both, and Merry New Year. You too. Mm-hmm. Sean says, I've been busy. My immediate supervisor quit two days before the beginning of the semester, and 90% of his workload has shifted to me. As a bonus, I received a certificate of appreciation, still better than a potato. Hey.
2: I'd rather have a potato. It's about the same for
1: me. You can't eat that piece of paper. At least you can put Mm -hmm. sour cream and onion on a potato. I can't eat no degrees. Right. So I am just catching up. I was listening to your podcast while rewriting a section of a textbook. The course is... Uh, on a test which changed its format at just before the beginning of the semester so there was a close proximity to you're talking about twib on this episode which made the connection between twib and alumni LJ williams political strategist and her current podcast on civics yeah sunday civics yeah Mm -hmm. we've been on it we have. It's called Sunday Civics and does a good job of covering civics with occasional topical episodes. Just thought some of the listeners here might find it interesting and enjoyable. Absolutely. Look, El mm-hmm. Joy is on a losing crusade, fighting a good fight, Ain't. trying to educate people about some fucking civics so they won't go on Twitter and just say shit like, well, I don't understand, Joe Come Biden. On. Just do something. Why haven't you just made the Supreme <laughs> Court bigger, God damn it, and just go in there every day and just say something. Yes, it's like, just dumb shit. Her and June. <laughs> so so she's fighting the losing battle it's not her fault she's Mm -mm. losing ignorance is just strong
2: yes it is but she's
1: trying to fight the good fight so people can be like oh that's what the three branches do i have forgot that i learned it in third grade and never went back right evie says i think printer ink is a scam girls me and you and you know a scam because you love arby's my printer tells me it's running out of ink when I know I just bought a fresh cartridge. Mm hmm. Take it out, wait an hour, put it back in. Printer recognizes it's full again. Pure scam created by printer ink makers. Okay, I'm not sure that confirms the scale, but I'm I'm just glad you're on my side. Let's just not fight. It's new year. <laughs> Let's
2: not fight.
1: New year resolution. New year, new you. I'm going to try to make this work with you, Evie. <laughs> I'm going a, I'm a to join Team Arby's next year. Okay. Oh, shit now. You're going to make Miss Barnes happy. I'm going to join y'all's side. We just need to squash the beef because they have the meats. Squash the beef. So we just need to squash the roast beef. <laughs> We got, we got a squash to squash the roast beef, y'all. Uh, no comments on YouTube on this episode. Let's check um, the poll and then the uh, stuff on, on uh, Spotify, of course. The poll was, do you mail out holiday cards? Only 19% of y'all do. 81% do not. And on uh, Spotify, 23% of y'all do. 76 do not. Which yeah. makes sense. Yeah, most people don't. Not like they used to. I wouldn't have done it if it's not for this podcast. And it really was just an idea I had one day. It was mm-hmm. like, fuck it. And it is actually kind of a pain to ask. But, but I love y'all. It's
2: something we love to do. Yeah, it, it's actually a fun experience. We get to pick the pictures and go all out. But yes, it is a process. We.
1: I do all this <laughs> shit.
2: Okay? Karen tried you to throw look. herself in there. You look. It's a we. Karen, when i get tell pictures, you what, this, it's us.
1: This is the first year that Karen helped me fold the envelopes and stuff and that was that was so helpful. So Yes, just ask! So that was cool to mail it out but I've been doing this stuff because <laughs> I love y'all and I'm a basic bitch so I like <laughs> pumpkin spice candles and holiday cards I, I'm 100% white woman of color <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just how I get down I embrace it, I'm not fighting it Mm-mm. the Q&A was thank you for the gifts and cards, Mary Crima. Uh Brewer Buller says Mer Krimma and it was Sophia Loren side eyeing James Manfield's boobs, Mariska Hargitay's mom. Yes, you're right. I said Marilyn Monroe. I was so wrong. I felt so bad about it as soon as it got off the air because I was like, that's not right. We all know <laughs> Sophia Loren had them things dangin'. Um, Aaron says, just curious, what are your favorite songs on Victoria Monet's new album? You mentioned her a few times and I love that album. Well, first of all, the whole album. I about to say the whole whole shit is banging. Woo! You press play and you just go all the way through that bitch. I hate to sound basic, but on my mama for show, the one, (laughs) you know. But as I say that, the one is the one. Okay, uh, like the whole shit flows. I even fuck with that motherfucking uh, the party girls all around the world. Aye, Aye. Um, oh the album flows yeah i i mean i, I yeah I, 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 it's yes. got bougie bon on it all right it's man the whole fucking thing goes but okay so stop asking me for shit you know what nigga all of them all of them you can't make me pick <laughs> you can't make nice me try. pick. nice try nice try like stop trying to make me pick my favorite child no right. everybody Right. Oh, which song off of Renaissance? Is it a different one every day, nigga? What the fuck? Depend on how I feel It's only day. one. It's only one right answer. Whatever I woke <laughs> up to in my brain that morning, and it's going to be something different the next day, probably. Autumn says, not relevant, but have you seen the bamboozle poster? My friend says it says, starring the great black actors and Rapperport's name is on the list. Maybe that went to his head. God damn it, Spike Lee. <laughs> That's a bamboozle poster where I been. Um, I, mean, a okay, I mean, movie poster. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay,
2: when it first came out. Okay, I thought yeah. it was something new. I'm going to say, where I been?
1: No, I, I assume it's, uh, um, yeah, okay, I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to put it on screen so we all can watch it, uh, look at it together. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't say great black actors. It's even worse than great black actors. Uh, it's great
2: Negro actors? That? It says
1: great starring great Negro actors. Yeah. <gasps> oh! Bullshitting. n-e-g-r-o-e N- by the way starring started the great negro actors damon wayne savion glover jada pinkett smith tommy davidson michael Rappaport. so yeah i blame spike lee okay oh john singleton ain't do that shit
2: he would never
1: so spike he's your man go get him okay i know he's gonna be at the fence trying to get in the cookout and you're gonna have to stop him from getting his ass whooped <laughs>
2: This shit gotta be to go. Mm-mm. Yeah,
1: no, nah, not even to go. I spit in it. Wallace says, oh, no. uh, "Are you? I used to send out holiday cards. Sorry, I mean Christmas cards. But after a while, they didn't go out until after New Year. So I figured, why bother? Well, technically, I sent out two batches this year. Because <laughs> last year's batches, I didn't send out to like jo- in, a, in the middle of the summer. Yeah, so some of y'all, y'all got them in the summer and turned around and got them again. That was fun. Um, but uh, yeah, I." I I enjoy it. I think mm-hmm. if you if you've never tried it before, I say try it. And yes. go to um VistaPrint and That's like, probably
2: one of the cheapest ways,
1: yeah. Go to VistaPrint. They have a it's so much easier than you think. Yes. They, I think they even have an option where you can have them mail it for you if you if you uh put the addresses in and stuff like that. Oh. Um, I don't use that version of it. I, I Oh, but, but that it, would be really convenient. You'd be like, Look, here's everything. Just here, here, just mail it. And most of y'all probably don't have as big like we sent out about a hundred most of y'all are probably going to end up sending out like 20 25 if yeah a many. few yeah and you know and then like some people will send some back and stuff we got a card from the felders this year it was it's Yay! a it's a fun feeling when you guys send us cards it's a fun feeling to open them up and stuff so and it's a little thing that you know and then you know it helps the post office you use you know stamps and all that stuff it's i don't know i think it's fun and i think if you're looking to mix it up in the holidays try it Mm -hmm. um all right we need to go to the next one but you know we gotta move this get these you know we gotta get this money so let me play one of these beats for everybody Called Wave Bounce. I like that. That's dope. Episode 2827 The Gender Wars Gold Medal. We had nine comments on this one. Apia says, great that you are back. I got Christmas COVID. What a shitty gift from the universe. We were visiting mother-in-law for three days who recently had breast cancer, so I tested before going. Negative, uh, when we arrived, I felt bad, stayed in our room for safety. The next day, I tested again, and it was positive as can be. We left a half hour later. Now I'm at home and have to also move the first date with my new potential friend. Yay, but I feel at least acceptable. Yeah. And I think she DM'd me later and said she actually is feeling better and she's tested negative. So good for her. That's and
2: good. And glad at, you're doing OK. And at least you care because that's the thing. At least you like I care enough to actually take precautions because, you know, we're at the point now where you're not going to prevent anything. Yeah. And one positive thing, particularly if you're boosted and vaccinated. Yeah, you're going to get sick, but it ain't going to take you down. And then, like you said, you did the right thing by being like, y'all know what? We got to go. Like, we yeah, can't and I be test, here. We yeah. need to
1: leave. Like, I test before going to see my parents and stuff like that, too. I do, too. We still got all these tests in here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I'm going to, like, a family function, I just want to be sure. Yeah, but um, I test myself
2: because you don't never know who's going to be there and all that stuff. Like, when I went to go see my mom for Thanksgiving, it was her. She's in her 80s. Some uh, 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 other family members and friends and, you know, all them in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. I was like, I can't be walking up in there sick.
1: Right, so I think you know that's a big thing, and we got all these free government tests y'all out here. Take advantage, and I think you can still get them. Um, you can, yeah,
2: you can, you can, um, you could. They, uh, 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 they uh, restarted it, and now you can. I think you can get it uh, two times. They did it one round, and then they did a the second round. So if you haven't done it, order two times, and yeah. and they'll be sh- they'll ship it out. I'll let y'all know when it's up again.
1: She writes in again and says, I think you are correct. Most white people don't know about edges. At least I didn't and I just learned. Simone's hair looks for me uh, pretty in every picture. Google offers me. I really can't see the problem with it. Trigger alert. A white person talk about black hair. I looked up edges and while they can look pretty and impressive, they seem like one more time, more time and money required to do for, uh, yeah, it feels like, one more thing that with more time and money required to do for black women, especially when this woman could be criticized for opting out of the edge game. Can women just live sometimes?
2: I agree. I agree. And, and also it's one of those things where, uh, edges, some people call them quote unquote baby hairs, mm-hmm. you know, is another phrase that, you know, people kind of use for, for it. Um, and it's also, you know, one of those things, particularly because of slavery, for a lot of, you know, black and brown people, they feel very conscious of it. And you do have people who, if you were in a family where y'all didn't really talk about edges or shit like that, you'd be like, the fuck is the edge? Like, a lot of people got online, even black people was like, the fuck are edges? I just brush and call my hair. Like, what are we doing? What are we talking about? And then you realize is this huge thing about it. But the thing is, because of a lot of traditions and the things we use, a lot of even children, uh, uh, edges and things are messed up because braids and twists and things like that, which is fine, but a lot of times they're too tight they put stress on our hair you know a lot of the products that are out there aren't actually designed for our for our hair and actually dries it and breaks it and makes it shed and things like that and it takes a while to find out what's the right product particularly as a as somebody with uh, as a black woman with uh 4c hair it takes a while to particularly find products that are good and healthy for your hair that won't destroy it
1: uh yeah and I just think it's all you're right it's another one of those things black women have to do and it's sad because like a lot of it is kind of self-inflicted meaning that the people that police the edges is not white people white people don't like you said don't really even know about edges and I just thought that's a big part of the Simone Biles Gabby Douglas discussion that gets erased in these gender wars because once it's a gender war situation once people are online and they're being hyperbolic, they erase all the nuance from the conversation. And a lot of the resentment that she's gotten um, has not been something black men did to her. It has not been something white people did to her. A lot of that stuff about her appearance has been something that black women have done that has been very unfair that that happened, they do to each other all the time, which is this, you know, you need to always be put together all the time when we see you in every single way um and uh women do it in general but i mean i think you would hope there would be a safe space among black women that would be a lot more understanding when taraji p henson talked about how she can't just like be herself she needs a team for everything meaning she can't do instagram without hair makeup glam everything because if you do it becomes a huge distraction i've seen it happen myself i'm sure black women that follow influencers and follow celebrities y'all have seen it happen a million times of just somebody starts saying some unkind stuff about the way someone dresses or their hair or their makeup or something and it and it doesn't matter if that, that woman could be crying, that woman could be just keeping it real, whatever, here we go with the she ain't always put together. I don't know what she was doing without wearing that, da-da-da-da. And so, yeah, there's an extra pressure to it, and a lot of people um, act like folks don't have hard feelings or residual feelings coming out of that. But also, even if it comes from a, a quote-unquote good place, it still sets the person up to be pitied and and that's not that might not be a source of strength for that person I don't think Simone Biles finds strength in the like everyone pities you because your edges ain't right and because I think it becomes a subliminal thing of and yet that man can't possibly love you because we don't think you're to his standards cuz you're not to our standards. The only love you're going to have is from the internet people that are weirdos like me. And uh I yeah. think I think that was a big part of this discussion that did not go stated because that's too close to the truth for most of the people involved and either they haven't done a self-examination of why they have that double standard on her and and why a lot of that has been self-inflicted and uh, meaning from within the community and not Outside the community,
2: right, and it's also one of those things because a lot of people, uh when it comes to a lot of things, and as a black woman who's had their hair relaxed and who's been natural for a while now, you kind of see it from both sides, and a lot of it is the proximity to whiteness, the paper bag test. You know, if she if 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 she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. I'm talking about like the old school shit. And, you know, even the things where people used to get the pressing with with the hot iron and shit like that, a lot of that uh, stems from our hair, which naturally goes curly, trying to make it as, quote-unquote, straight as possible. And for some people, that works, and for some people, that doesn't. And even in the hair community, you can see a rift. It's just ridiculous. You see some people, and I don't agree with it. However you choose to, whatever you choose to do with your hair is your business. I don't got nothing to do with that. But... You have a lot of people who get their hair relaxed and shit on the natural community, and you have a lot of people in the natural community that shit on people with with processed hair. And that's an internal battle, too, and a lot of that starts with, you know, people have these internal things, these things that they personally hadn't worked out within themselves, and a lot of this is projecting. You know, as children, you know, your parents project, which is understandable. A lot of the things that's happening, going on in society, on to you, quote, unquote, trying to give you the best life, trying to make it where it's less of a struggle for you. You know, we also live in a society, too, where children, children are complex. And a lot of people think, particularly in the black community, if your children look a mess, it's a reflection on you as a parent. And so for a lot of parents, they go overboard with that. Like, they look like trash, but they're going to be sure their kids is clean. They're going to be sure their kids are presented. And then a lot of that is a lot of internal shit. You know, your, your, your baby, you call your baby, hey, your baby, go outside and play and, and, and get all frizzed. And next thing you know, you have to deal with other people commenting on your baby's hair. when you be like, well, my child is just a child. Like, why can't my child be a child? Why can't my child just be a kid that don't give a fuck about hair and shit like that? No, that can't happen. You know, and it's a lot of pressure on parents. It's a lot of pressure on children you know and it's a lot of pressure in the community to always be perfect always be on always be presentable we can't be off we, that's why we do that's why we we, we we we're all crazy about being clean and lotioning down and and being sure you're presentable that's why you have some people they'll put on a fucking wig before they would go outside looking crazy quote unquote because society has told them and particularly within themselves within our community if you don't have this thing if you're not 100 perfect all the time. What is the point? And it is devastating to to people's psyche. It's fucking people up. You know, it's making people very have these internal battles that they don't know how to deal with. And then, like I said, you have this. Well, I get my hair straight. What's wrong with you? You walking around here with your nappy ass head? and you got the people to get their hair? Uh uh, there's natural going on. I don't know why you get this problem. you know you're killing yourself when at the end of the day it it don't matter because it's your choice,
1: yeah I, it's funny to think about how <clears throat> how much of a pushback Monique got about talking about bonnets and people in the airport, black women in the airport not being presentable when like I said, you can look in the Instagram comments of any of these athletes and um and and see that a lot of people are on that monique shit. You know, it's not that different. And like I said, um, it was one thing. Well, as RG, as Reggie said, Simone was competing to criticism unfair. But here's the thing. The article I pulled up for this was about her wedding photos. People were talking bad about her hair in her fucking wedding photos. That's So like I said, to me, I think there's something a lot of people don't want to admit, which is that a lot of them look down on her and they don't think she couldn't pull this guy or they or like their biggest fear is that this guy somehow is so confident in himself that he's too good for her and eventually she's setting herself up and shit and who knows what the fuck is going on in their relationship because we don't know them but i just think that assumption is based in a lot of anti-blackness and weirdness that people have inside and they're trying to act like it's everybody else's fault Um, because that dude says some shit about being confident in himself essentially um and like i said i get it we live in a world where there's fucking like kevin samuels exists anytime a man starts saying shit like i believe i'm the prize i mean i always say "Men the prize you immediately go into 27 different versions of like what what could he mean and how bad could it be but like i said i listened to the whole podcast um and uh you know, and I really did not find what he said to be this isolated moment of like, that's the real truth. Everything else was a lie. So, you know.
2: Yeah, and also, uh, while I'm thinking about it, another thing not trying funny about edges and hair, particularly with Black women. A lot of times, we have to deal with the with the quote unquote double standard of always being compared to men. And so, for a lot of women, they were like, "I have to do whatever I can to keep my hair quote unquote as feminine as possible because I don't want to be quote unquote label a man." I you know like right. like 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 for a lot of women, that's the last thing you yeah. want. Even, even, Especially for black
1: women. Yeah. Yes.
2: Even with people. Exercise and I even went through this because I didn't understand. Uh, when people be like, Hey, you're getting older, you need to lift weights. The first thing I said, and like I said, I had to learn how to break the t- I want to be like a man, there's like that's not the point. The point is to get you strong because you actually need the muscle as you age, it reduces like osteoporosis. Oh, okay, so you've been and lifting weights. Things. Not, not not oh okay you oh, just not,
1: was bringing that up not i just ask i'm just asking yeah. questions
2: i you know and 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 lifting weights as far as nothing heavy we got two little small weights in i know there. i'm just asking I, have
1: you been lifting them that's i've been small? doing
2: that but okay. i haven't been doing like no no major weight lifting because i don't yeah. know what the hell i'm doing so
1: you know well it's okay i mean it, we yeah I, I was just asking the question since you mm-hmm. use that as the example mm-hmm. that's all <laughs> oh, all right um shoe booty says football man did not know gymnastics woman despite her fame he was just in his lane it's not the issue people are making it he was a hot asset on his own he thought he was a catch good for him there are plenty of sports people who are massively famous that i have no clue about until they're brought up to me right i don't know this guy and i damn well didn't know travis kelsey was a thing prior to taylor swift yeah i i just that's it i think it's the conspiratorial part of it that's wild to me it's like why does it have to be some version of a conspiracy like that you know no he really did know he's only saying that to like that y'all don't see how that's being you're hyper online and that's why they don't see it it turned into this must be some type of conspiracy it can't be anything but this cuz to me that's I don't know, pretty obvious that, you know, like people went and did research of like his past girlfriends and they're like, see, uh, his other girlfriends don't look like her. I'm like, what does that mean though? You know? And also like, what's wrong if this is the thing she picked that man is essentially what we learned from that interview. She wanted him and Mm -hmm. she went and got him. Mm -hmm. He thinks he's the prize. What's wrong with that? Right. (laughs) <laughs> like really what is wrong with her being like yeah uh i think he's the prize i wanted him and i got him these other hoes wanted him they didn't get him and i'm simone bows and i'm that bitch if she believed that more power to him Hello? i know really not up to me to decide and i know 1000 percent if the genders were reversed we would be like yes king 100 mm-hmm. percent. so let's just start with the bullshit um uh, shoe booty says this made me laugh and sent us a tiktok uh hold on let me see if i can put it up tiktok is so di- weird on the fucking desktop app uh hopefully it works see make try and make me log in oh yeah i saw this 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 guy's pretty funny um uh, if it'll play god
0: damn it now the volume
5: files like for real i don't even think that's what happened you here we go. Disrespecting Simone Biles.
0: Like for real, I don't even think that's what happened.
5: You are married to four-time Olympic gold medalist Simone Biles, and you said that you are the catch.
0: I mean, yeah, that's what I said.
5: Jonathan owns his thing, bitch. He he he, his thing, bitch. She is a whole Avenger, okay? She is a national treasure. Meanwhile, I don't even know who
0: the fuck you are. Y'all, y'all want to hear something funny, right? Quick, like when we met or what? I I didn't even know who she was like that for real, for real. Like I I ain't, I, ain't, I don't really be messing with gymnastics like that, you know.
1: If so you, I, if you have to watch this on YouTube or on our uh crowdcast, okay. cause like the dude is superimposing his mouth and eyes on a the planet Earth. And be like, like everyone on Earth knows who Simone
0: Biles is and this nigga don't, you know? I didn't know who she was. For real. I'm about to smack the shit out of you.
5: Hey, listen, Earth, I, I guess I appreciate the enthusiasm, but me and my man are happy. We're, we're doing good. We good. Simone, if you don't sit your beautiful, rich, goddess-like ass down, this all seems very
0: condescending, but okay. Take it back right now.
5: Say that you're not the catch.
0: Do it! Yo, I ain't doing that. I ain't scared of none of y'all. I play for the Green Bay Packers. It could be whatever could. Bitch, I will fuck
5: you up on Simone's behalf. That's how mad I am.
0: Yo, real quick. Y'all notice that y'all always mad about something? Huh? Y'all notice, huh? Y'all notice that y'all always mad about something?
5: Yeah, and it's never stuff that matters. Like, y'all don't know shit about me.
0: For real. We got on a podcast and talked about our relationship, and y'all furious. Hey, you put
5: y'all shit on the podcast. We have a right to react to it.
0: Yeah, you're right. You also have a right to get a fucking life.
5: Yeah, y'all should think about doing that. You'd probably be a lot happier. You know, like me and my husband.
0: Hey, girl, you want to go to the Cheesecake Factory?
5: Boy, you know I want to go to the Cheesecake Factory. Let's go, bitch! I know they did not just walk away from me. Hey, you know what, Earth? They're right. You fucking suck. Man, fuck you, Carter. Fuck you. Fuck you and your cat dog shirt. You're 37, bitch. Oh, you're going to make fun of my shirt? I literally hope an asteroid hits you and destroys you.
1: That was was very funny. (laughs) That was very funny. Ah, right? That's
4: hilarious.
1: I love the twist that halfway through. But yeah, that encapsulates a lot of how I was feeling. Also, like uh, we were talking to a friend the other day, and she brought up something about it that is so... I can't believe I didn't even think of it, but people are acting like they don't date men right men the, the average man if you listen to that whole interview that man is so open honest talks about their talks about their they're their, 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 like supporting each other their love for each other all this shit you're telling me if i sit with you and your man for an hour and ask you about your relationship they all of them are going to pass the Bell Hooks womanism test? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> and I don't and I'm not even like I'm not even saying I feel like he messed up cuz I truly do not feel like he messed up. Mm-hmm. I really think if they're secure in their relationship and they're happy then then that's really all that fucking matters. Certain levels of security uh I would say people aren't ready to hear, people aren't ready for the stuff me and Karen talk about off the show we don't talk about on the show a lot of times because i know that you guys are essentially still strangers no matter how many hours of the show we do right and and at any point even when we talk about stuff we feel is fine we've had people write in here and say stuff where we're like we didn't say that or why would you take something so negative out of what we said so i know that stuff like this is is ripe for it but yeah, and she she brought that up. My uh, our friend uh, brought that up over dinner, and I was like, "Yes, like motherfuckers really get on the internet and act like." brand new people like uh, uh uh no one's ever said anything and i still and i was in a relationship with them they always made me sound the greatest of all at all times <laughs> like get the fuck out of here i've met your spouses i've met we've all right. i've met men i've met men i've been i, I am a man met men they're, they're they're they don't always get it right and they don't always understand the optics you no, know they
2: do not because they're not obligated to and don't have to give a fuck about certain things
1: yeah i really think they wanted honestly they wanted him to fake it
2: if if i'm being
1: honest because that is their story that is how they met Mm -hmm. he did not lie i don't think they wanted him to lie because they needed a certain image of her to maintain and i think uh yeah i think i think a lot of people got lost in the sauce fighting about it Mm -hmm. And says, good take on the Simone Biles situation. It's a sweet story when you hear the whole thing and not just the clip. I didn't like the prize comment when I first saw the clickbait, but context is everything. They sound like a solid couple. Yeah, and I mean, people know what they doing, and the pivot know what they doing. They, they the ones who skated in this shit. They put that clip out. Like, that shit wasn't discovered. They put that clip out and was like he didn't know and and then when everybody went crazy they came back like i can't believe y'all would. yes you can because i see your podcast and every week you put a clip out knowing that people knowing that it's gonna go hopefully hoping that it goes viral, viral. that's the whole point yeah so i mean you kind of set them up in my opinion cuz there were plenty of clips you could have put out about therapy, about how he supported her through the twisties, about how she supported him when uh he was uh like I said when he looked at that film and was trying to get better and she already knew the shit. Um there's plenty of stuff. How he, how how she taught him how to deal with fame cuz he had never had that before cuz he was just essentially a nobody trying to make the NBA, nfl um and he learned graciousness from her and how he realized she was a super mega fucking star the first time they w- really went out in public together and he's like oh my god so yeah um it, they could have put out a ton of other clips they know what they were doing of course Gina says Gina Gate says thanks for the clear view on the bio situation I admit I was wondering the how dare he camp it's so hard not to automatically defend black women we so often don't feel defended and are so used to heading ourselves uh ha- hearing ourselves degraded honestly it never occurred to me that there might be a different perspective I'm not sure if that says more about what I expect from black men in the media or my own self-image as a black woman great episode
2: yeah because and a lot of times you have to get to the point where most people consume. They've never been on a production side. So when something is presented to you, most people don't take that extra step and go, okay, I see this clip. I know what you're trying to do. Let me go back and let me see what's the context, like what's behind this. The, 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 the clip did what it was supposed to do tap on your insecurities. The clip did what it was supposed to do make you project. That's what the clip was supposed to do. That's what causes the engagement, that's what causes the debate that's what caused it to go viral it did what it was supposed to do
1: i'll go one further it's not that people don't understand being on the production side now everyone's on the production side they producing content and part of their content is making stripping things of context and being like stay mad at just this and if this and they they it's it's so fucking frustrating sometimes as a person that tries to live in just reality right it's so fucking frustrating the social media stuff and it's is it honestly is why i mostly don't talk to people on social media um about these hot topics i love the podcast not just because you're here but because it's long form because the chat room is listening to us talk for hundreds of hours people are not here just to see if they can fight us right. or, to, or to frame the argument like lawyers like people turn into these like weird kind of lawyers right like i will not allow this into evidence and you're like what the fuck are you talking about that happened we're human we saw it it's germane to the topic well no i don't care you know i i'm not gonna go listen to this podcast okay well good for you on remaining ignorant I don't have to respect your opinion. You chose to remain uninformed. Get the fuck off. Get away from me. Right. Because I wouldn't deal with that as a human being talking to another person. If another person started yelling at me and I went, well, I actually know more information. And maybe if you go get that information, we can have a better discussion. And you went, I'm not getting that information. I want to fight you. It's like something's wrong with you Mm -hmm. and i don't know what it is but i it's not my responsibility to fix or deal with and i think that's a huge part of the internet is Mm -hmm. this culture of like the quote-unquote conversation which is never really a conversation it's just everyone kind of piling on saying the same things over and over and then fighting the other group that's piling on to saying the same things over and over and i think that's a huge part of this this quote-unquote discussion that had that that it went so crazy online to where people are you know trying to find like circumstantial evidence to build a case against the guy oh but he knew who gabby douglas was when he was 15 and uh she was trending on twitter and he said such and such now he's never tweeted about gymnastics again the rest of his entire life but still he must know who simone Biles is like we don't know that well i went and found pictures of his ex-girlfriends his ex-girlfriends don't look like simone Biles, so clearly he must think he better than her it's like we don't know any of that what the fuck are you talking about and why are you so obsessed with this this is not normal this is not rational you know it's it's so weird especially when two people are telling you we in this together we're happy and the issues you're saying are not the issues that we have in our relationship well i'm sorry they know better than you do from a two-minute clip that you refuse to look into context into i'm sorry You'd rather go look up tweets to try to build an argument to fight people online. Cool, but that's weird to me.
2: Yep, and the thing is, like I said before, when you're in that matrix, you think that shit is normal, and you think everybody else is weird for being rational and being logical and being grounded. You think something's wrong with them for actually saying, the shit y'all doing is goddamn
1: insane. It's become very normalized that these gender war fights and shit. It's just like, just win at all costs. Ms. Barnes says, God bless you, Rod, for giving us context. I kept seeing the clip, and I said to myself, I'm waiting for Rod and Karen to dissect this, and dissect it. you both did. Thank you. I knew that there was more to it than the clickbait that the Pivot put out there. And speaking of throwing a rocket high in their hands, I see what the Pivot did. They knew that this hot take was going to attract the clicks that it attracted. However, when you read Long Form, a.k.a. Listed our old podcast, Simone's husband is grateful to God that he has Simone and his wife. Yeah, it's, like I said, low-key, I feel like the pivot got off on this because they kind of threw, I think they threw them to the wolves with that clip and then was on some like, listen, they, they seem happy. If you listen to the whole show, it's like, yeah, but y'all knew y'all put the most salacious part of that shit out there without really any context. And, and then went, "Oh, "Oh, look at this America. And like, we come on. And I, and I don't think that's a, and not for the record. I don't think that the pivot podcast is a bad podcast. Mm -mm. I don't really think that um, they're a very salacious podcast. I actually think they're a really good show and they have had some of the best conversations I've had heard, especially straight male athletes have period period. Now that says a lot about how low the bar is for a lot of these podcasts with black men, but that show and what they're doing is really good work but I think the algorithm and going viral and all that stuff is very strong, and it's why Shannon Sharp is putting out clips of him and Chad uh, Ocho Cinco, Cinco talk about women farting in the bed, and it's it, and it's all the same beast. Uh, and you either feed it or you don't. If you don't feed it, I mean, sure you have your integrity, but then you don't have the top podcast. You know, mm-hmm. we we're not taking clips from our show and trying to find the ones that make us look the you know it's, it's like us taking like a clip from guest the race and reading everybody's racist answers and only putting that on twitter and being like well why is everybody so upset we i mean we play that game if you listen to the whole show everybody will be like but we don't we're on twitter and it's very fucked up that you know people were saying yeah. racist jokes or whatever that's right that's what they that's the equivalent of what they did to me Evie says, I kept hearing about Simone Biles discourse on social media. I, too, was skeptical of her husband not knowing who she was because I think the app they met on, you have to be famous, some high-profile figure, or be in certain income bracket. Uh, Well, uh, I don't want to put anybody's business out there, so I won't. But I have a good friend that is on Raya, and that person is, like, not famous or rich. So it's more about you have to, one, get like an invite. But two, it's more about confirming your identity. You don't necessarily have to be like a big-time celebrity to be on the app. Uh, but your analysis put things into context. And for the record, think about it. When he was on the app, this nigga was like trying to make the Cardinals. Like he wasn't who he is now. Right. When he hopped on that app like two or three years ago, and like I said, when they met this nigga didn't have a car. Right. So I is it's not like Raya is not once again, I saw this discourse online for people turning into lawyers. So in order they had to be like, oh, and another point for me raya is an app that only famous rich celebrities can be on it's like that's actually not true raya would like you to believe that because it makes their app seem like a bigger deal than Mm -hmm. it is Mm
3: -hmm. but
1: no you can be a not mega star or whatever famous or rich and be on that fucking app if you're willing to let them see your license and all this shit Uh, yeah they like
2: is you a real person and you are real okay
1: yeah so it was very mm, Anyway, but your analysis put things in the context for me, especially hearing the part about how he matched with her on the app. One of the things that has been tossed around all week was that she's not his type and he is only with her to hype himself up. And she's not the kind of woman someone who looks like him would date if she wasn't so accomplished. And that's kind of fucked up because that's way worse than anything he ever said about her. Right. right. This, they're putting words in their mouths, both this, parties. This is what I'm saying. A lot of this is internalized and and because these motherfuckers won't do their own therapy they don't even see it's their projection of a a huge amount of just like anti-blackness onto her you know Mm -hmm. it's uh, she's dark-skinned her hair ain't right she this she don't got this type of shape she don't do this she don't do that and and i'm like you believe that about her right we have never had a moment where simone biles has even shown a little bit of believing the shit that y'all think she should think about herself period she don't even when she had the twisty she wasn't even on some like woe is me shit you know what i mean like she built different and to get them fucking gold medals you got to be built different yes she do. just built different and i think people can't relate to just somebody like her being like I pulled this nigga because I wanted him and that's what the fuck I do. I want things. I'm Simone Biles. My only competition is myself and I get things. And I go for the gold and he happened to be the gold. Yeah. And like, yeah, okay. This yeah, he did he didn't know that he needed me in his life. Bam. You know what I mean? So I don't think she was even looking at it like the way people do. Mm-hmm plus circling back to the type of app they met on everyone on the app is either rich or famous i'm certain there's all types of beautiful women on the app in order to match on these apps you have to swipe right on each other so of course he must have found her attracted to a match with her in the first place sounds like that that uh like what they have works for them but some of these takes are just pure widow speculations I saw the Oprah Taraji clip everyone was talking about and I didn't know what to make of it, but you know who was quick to chime in to her hating two cents? Monique. If Oprah has one hater, it's Monique. Absolutely. If Oprah has no haters, that means Monique has died. But the fact that Taraji had to speak up still wasn't enough for people to stop speculating. Some people just live for the drama. I know. It's sad too because I feel like with everything Taraji was going through, people kind of forced her hand into like having to then go and put out a fucking statement on Instagram because y'all won't let it go. Like, that's crazy. Like you care about her so much, but you forced her into like, a. a, guys, Oprah has been very helpful and kind. Why are you like, let's say it was true for a second. Why are y'all putting her in a position to, 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 to deal with more conflict in the industry? to be oprah's number one enemy now you're not helping her Mm -mm. if she it it would be different if she wanted to say something like that but she clearly didn't want to say that and then she had to go even further out her way to be like and that's definitely not what i'm saying wow people Mm wow on youtube we got one comment from jay full who says you completely changed how i viewed this situation i had only heard the audio of that short clip didn't know she was in the studio too thanks for the fresh perspective hey that's what we try to do here Mm -hmm. you know and I'm glad that, you know, glad some people were able to at least get another point of view. Once again, we're not requiring everybody agree with us. We're not trying to change everybody's mind. We're just giving y'all what we feel. But, you know, it does warm my heart when people are like, yo, no, no one was talking about this in the way y'all talked about it. And I and and this this feels more this feels genuine or valid. You know, I like that. Mm-hmm. The poll. Do you celebrate Christmas? 93% of my audience does. 7.5% basically does not. On Spotify, 87% of the audience does. And 13% does not. Uh, the, the me search versus research was the Q&A. Magnificent Breezy says, Merry Christmas, y'all. I host my extended family for big Xmas Eve party gifts exchange. And on Christmas, my household goes out and eats ethnic food. Because I'm not cooking twice. This year was Korean barbecue.
2: I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. Mm, people go. i did that shit for thanksgiving that's enough
1: steven says listen to the banter on episode 2809 i don't even know what episode that is Mm -hmm. right you gotta get on the mcdonald's app the points and deals are crazy y'all y'all you'll save so much money i did get on the mcdonald's app um and i did get some free fries one time uh like maybe a couple weeks ago but uh sad to say i'm i'm i haven't eaten mcdonald's since i've been trying to eat better the last so I got, I got i got it and then now i just get a pop-up like you want some mcdonald's i'm like no <laughs> i get an email from krispy kreme every morning i'm like yeah. trying to stay off the krispy kreme player nice <laughs> yes.
2: try yes they be like you they be like you forgot about us
1: right so but not nah,
2: seen you in a while hey big head y'all yeah. know how the maps do if you if you don't click on no map for a while
1: they do the random reminder pop-ups that app is cracked though. Is. <laughs> that shit was like free. You want some free shit? I'm like, damn, free shit? Uh, Raphael says, now my brother Rod and dear sister Karen as a multiversal versatile catch myself. Thank you. <laughs> See, people need to understand it's a hustle to get sexy me in their beds. Happy Kwanzaa, my peeps. <laughs> Ignacio says, Taraji is not being appreciated for her work. She got screwed by the industry. And shout out to Oprah for trying to fix Hollywood's travesty to this black woman. Yeah, I man, being black in the fucking Hollywood industry, being black in America is just fucking, it's such a fucking trick bag, man. It's so fucked up. I was thinking about this shit today, like how hard people can be on black art mm-hmm. as black people because we try to make it carry the race. Shout out to the movie American Fiction it does a good job kind of depicting some of these things. And I'll think about some of the people uh, anecdotally who on social media are the hardest on black people's art. But man, they love the white people shows. They love them. And I don't mean like dealing with race. I mean, the ones that don't have no niggas in them. Basically they love succession and they love mad men and they love, you know, game of thrones. They love these fucking white people shows and they do not hold them to the same like anger level of like, like every fucking second needs to make you feel great about being the race you are without, like, and it's just such a trick bag because those people kind of skate on shit. And then, you know, when it's award season or review season or renewal season, the black shows have to face all the slings and arrows that they've gotten that weren't fair.
3: Mm-mm. You know, I,
1: a black lady sketch show and shit just catching hell from people that truly didn't even understand what the show was doing
2: right don't
1: and don't even like comedy what the fuck you over here didn't well not just don't like comedy but they didn't even understand that the show was doing stuff that they said they had claimed to want right a show that literally was for and by and only about black women's experiences Mm -hmm. that never had a white character on it didn't even have black people playing white characters the whiteness was never in the room not the writing room any of the shit And these motherfuckers were like, these women are, they, they, they are rich, educated. And I'm like, I know some of the people that wrote for the show. No the fuck they aren't. They aren't the the one, you know, that the one black chocolate chip in the sea of whiteness. These aren't these people. They're black as you and me. But but we don't trust each other, man. It hurts so much. Uh, and I think that happens with Beyoncé, Oprah, Mm -hmm. Rihanna, all these celebrities all these famous people that get money and try to help people they never just get the credit of like fuck it man you're trying to help and it's hard and mo- almost 100 percent of the black people i'm talking about do not come from generational or systemic wealth mm-hmm. they built their shit in their lifetime by themselves in that it wasn't passed down from a parent it wasn't inherited it wasn't some company going into there like oh here you you're the new ceo all these motherfuckers worked their way up oprah got the same childhood as so many people that 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 just never made it whether it's grace of god talent luck all those things combined whatever we now expect her to hold a place that is impossible to hold that no person on the earth has ever held before where you're also rich but you're also uh perfect in every political stance and you're also perfect in every social stance and you're also extremely liberally progressive to an extreme amount that 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 even the people complaining that aren't at it's just it's unfathomable and then at the same time we're gonna blame you solely for taraji p henson not getting a raise in her rate and black actresses being underpaid in the industry we're gonna blame you for that taraji p has been in 75 fucking things your one thing is the problem and you are the problem yeah. it's fucking insane it's
2: because it's a easy it's easier to target one topic then to try to target the system, which needs to be changed, because that would cause more work. And what I've realized: most people are lazy. Most people they want shit fixed, they want shit done now, but they don't want to do what it takes—the infrastructure, the time, the money, the effort, their energy—to actually get the changes done that they want. Uh, voting is a pro, voting is, a, is 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 part of this too. But since we're talking about this, it's very irritating that. Uh, like you said, uh, shout out to white supremacy. For some reason, when it comes to a lot of these black celebrities, I mean, you talked about this, all of a sudden, every dime that they spend has to be directly towards or helping minorities. We don't ask none of these white people, where's your money going? What are you doing for the black community? You know, how are you helping, you know, us, quote unquote? Because we don't have that same expectation of them, we don't have the same pressure of them. You know, when they get interviews and shit like this, nobody asking them, you know, the, the, a lot of these white stars, what are you doing for the black women on, on the cast? Like, what, what what are you doing to be sure pay equality and things like that, you know, across the board? Like, what are you doing? Some do, and you hear about those stories, but most of them don't because most of them are not asked because most of them don't care. But also because of white supremacy, we're not in the room to ask those questions, mm-hmm. you know, to, to actually put the fire up underneath them to actually make the systemic changes that need to happen. Like you said, it's that macro and micro and a lot of people are fucked up on them and they blur them and they act like they're both the same all the time when it's not
1: right. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's, it's frustrating, Mm -hmm. but, um, we're so focused on celebrity, And we confuse micro and macro all the time. And we strip the context out of things and we need heroes and villains. And so we paint this story of just, you know, this person is, and also, honestly, I think on a subconscious level, All of us who don't have a lot of money really need for it to be a moral stance. We want it to be like, I don't have money because I'm morally superior to rich people. And I'm not saying that's always wrong. I think it's right in a lot of cases. But I think also it's wrong in a lot of cases. Like, being broke or getting by check to check don't necessarily make anybody virtuous. And having a lot of money doesn't make anybody uh, virtuous uh, or evil to me either. Right. And I think it's trying to push back against the programming of America, and which, like I said, I completely understand because the programming of America says wealth equals virtue. People are have money because they're better than you. And many celebrities and rich people seem to believe this about themselves. I worked harder than you, da, 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 da. And so I get why we, the rest of us, not the one percent, feel the need to push back. Um, my thing is just I don't think anything's black and white like that. Mm-mm. And there's plenty of people that are rich that worked for it, that got lucky, that also give back and do a bunch of shit. And it'll never be enough for a lot of motherfuckers because they just jealous or they're just the right. envious or they're or they're just angry. But honestly, some of these motherfuckers is doing the best they can, you know? Um just like you. And I and I'm I'm fortunate in that I was not born or cultivated a jealous mind like that. So, you know, when I'm working with game theory, bo money got money. It never crossed my mind of like this nigga da da da. I, I none of that. Uh, what you doing with your money? Like I I don't care. Right, don't care. You know, my cousin played in the NBA. I've I've never he, hey man, they felt, look cuz, you know, like Hey man, it's your money. I'm happy for you. Mm -hmm. Like you earn that every jump shot you, you fucking practice all that stuff. I I didn't go this nigga evil. (laughs) He covered into things and not to mention lastly for a lot of this is very white adjacent critique Mm -hmm. because, and I think a lot of, Black people have glommed onto it in the age of social media and in the age of like, you know, politics to try to show we're doing our part to the white people, which is even if somebody's black and they rich, I'll hate them because, you know, I I need to show y'all that I'm just, I'm as, I'm as down for the cause. And I'm like, I'm not i actually will do a double standard for black people with money absolutely fucking literally because y'all been doing it my whole goddamn life so yeah i got a double standard if somebody black and they got some money somehow if they ain't get the shit through like you know abusing people or some shit i'm cool with it y'all wanted to give money to beyonce because she can sing her ass off fine by me nigga i don't care rihanna sold makeup to dark-skinned people when y'all wouldn't I'm not vilifying that woman I don't care if she gave some money to Sean King so did y'all who gives a fuck right like some of this shit I'm just not we don't own the means of production we do not have this generational wealth we are not coming from hundreds of years of oppressing people to make our money we have only been quote unquote free since the fucking civil rights era if that and that's being kind so no I'm not counting our shit the same and I do not look at these people the same I get it you're woke you went to whatever school you hang out with such and such people you listen to chapo trap house good for you not the same to me that's just the way i feel and i'm never gonna be on the other side of that Mm -mm. um and i'm okay being judged for that fuck it i don't need to be considered the most woke nigga in the world um anyway back to this um (laughs) we celebrate christmas sometimes but it's the america america coca-cola marketing xmas me search aka confirmation bias baffles me didn't we all learn how to write research papers in grade school some of us did. not We forgot. Did not. They go the same day they taught civics. Ms. Barnes says <laughs> Rod and Karen count as my valid research. <laughs> listen, we try, but even me, I would be like, "Hey, do you do, go look up some stuff? It's fine." Mm-hmm. I feel like the stuff I present can typically be confirmed by people looking up stuff. That's why I ain't scared of it. Mm-mm. Like I feel like a lot of shows they had this very like, just only listen to me, and I'm like, because you know, the second I fucking go Google something. You know, it's, it's Dr. Umar saying Marvin uh, Hagler died from the from the COVID shot on the Joe Budden show and nobody challenged it because it was in the middle of another lie about Vanessa Bryant. And yeah,
2: it's, yeah, it's just make it up shit. Now, that is the cult shit the person we're talking about before. Yeah. That's the cult shit. Listen and, to me and only me yeah. and no
1: one else. Yeah, and it gives the vibes of like, don't go look it up. Right. Go look it up if you hear some Christy. shit on our show, go look it up. We may or may be right. Maybe we might be wrong about some shit. Sometimes yeah. we, people write in all the time and you know, politely. Okay. Cause we not mean. Nice. Be politely nice. put tug our coat. And Don't be like, my feelings. Yeah. It was Sophia, Sophia Loren's titties. And I'm like, fuck you. Right. You know, it's that easy to come off of it. It's mm. not that hard for me. <laughs> all right. That was gender Wars gold medal. Let's get to the last episode of the week. Um, Nine comments on this one too. Nine, nine, nine each episode.
2: All right. Last week it was all nines.
1: Well, it was we had five episodes. The first three were nine. But ah, yeah, okay. Uh, twenty-eight, twenty-eight menu anxiety was the episode. Sean says I don't get menu anxiety because I order my son's second choice. If he finds that his <laughs> first choice is not what he actually wanted, then I switch with him. That's nice of you.
2: Oh, <laughs> you're like we ain't going through this. They were like, I want a grilled cheese. Turn around, I want chicken nuggets. Uh, Yeah, let me go ahead and get chicken nuggets. Like, we're not going through this bullshit.
1: Well, hopefully his son is older than grilled cheese chicken nuggets age. But the other thing is, uh, it just means that Sean gives his child double menu anxiety. So, that's bad parenting. Shoe Booty says... <laughs> I won the what to, I'm just joking Sean I know that actually it's good parenting because you give your son the ability to have two choices oh, instead of one therefore love. if they get one wrong it's not oh, the end of the world so Sean parenting. you don't need to write in with 12 paragraphs oh, I, I know sweet. it was a joke and I only made it because I, I, I trust and believe that you could take the joke so <laughs> let, let, don't prove me wrong don't prove me wrong let's just prove let's just be cool Shoe Booty says I won the what to keep in your glove box list I also keep a scratch remover cream because you know how it is out there girl i do i'm sure somebody scratched my car and i have no fucking idea why
2: oh the stuff you put in there to kind of fill in the gaps with okay i'm with you now
1: but I, i'm sure i don't even it was, i mean because i don't care about cars that way but I, I i don't know if it was at the y i don't know if it was at the at the at the fucking apartment but i used to come out and there'd be a scratch on my car and i'd be like who? why mm-hmm. i don't do shit to nobody i don't drive mm-hmm. crazy i don't mm-hmm. park crazy whatever uh your tune day says moving pictures made me crackle so hard
2: <laughs> my, my brain was trying to process that
1: carmen says crying i'm so glad he went with the old timey bit after that thank you <laughs> carmen says also menu anxiety more like menu depression i get so sad when there aren't a lot of options that look delicious on a menu well that's a totally different problem right uh on that note of asking the way staff what's good my ex would ask the server what their favorite dish was on the menu and he would never order it. I think he thought it was entertaining for them, but nah. You just wasting that time and energy. Drove me batty.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I always ask for that special and most of the time I end up getting it. I'm
1: gonna be real. That's, I mean, it's your ex, so I guess I can say it. it. Sounds like a real asshole. Hey, what do you think? You know, what's the favorite thing on the menu and never order it? Why? What the fuck are you doing? Right asshole just order the shit you want if you just gonna get the chicken nuggets then get the nuggets and keep it trucking because you know the waiter gotta do all that bullshit you know oh it's in a vinegar reduction mm, sauce and now you, you just got fucking with them
2: fancy words and you wasting their goddamn time that could have been a went to another table
1: Abia says, I know that Karen tries to be old as fast as she can, but the moving pictures comment was still a surprise. Is she secretly a time traveler from around 1920? I hope so. Never go back to your old timeline, Karen. We need you here. (laughs) I would try my best not to, but my brain was just not computing that phrase. Now I'm waiting for Mr. Print to attack me, but what can he do? He has no claws. He could target me psychologically and gaslight me. Wait a minute. It's already happening. Exactly. Gina Gay says, even before I became visually impaired, I would always be sure to look at the menu online before visiting. I like knowing what I order and then asking the staff if there's any specials, et cetera, and having an idea of what I will spend. I thought this was a common thing, even among us older Gen X folks, too. I do think it's common. I mean, that's the thing about this study that was very misleading. I brought it up when we read it. It said millennials, but then when you look at the percentages, the majority of every generation does it or has menu anxiety or whatever. So, mm-hmm. like, why, why and, are we singling out millennials if, oh, they're at 80%, everyone else is at 68%. Nigga, that's 12% difference. That means we're all doing it.
2: And maybe it's just me Uh because of the pandemic and, you know, shortness of staff and things like that. What I realized, something a lot of restaurants have done, me and Roger have realized this, they have actually started shrinking their menu, which is not trying so funny. Sometimes a good thing, because sometimes I think, the menus are too big y'all doing too much shit and then nothing's good and so a lot of places are like reducing their menu taking things off the option i kind of like that because then it kind of streamlines kind of what you're going to get and you're not wasting a lot of time going through five different pages
1: uh EVE says tasha k has some serious clout addiction wasn't being sued and losing the cardi b enough i maybe it's a kink i don't know i can't imagine <laughs> wanting clout this bad to keep doing the same thing over and over to your financial detriment i just don't understand it if she keeps it up one of these days she may mess with the wrong person who won't see her in court but we'll see her on the streets <laughs> Appia says she has the soul of a printer <laughs> oh no oh no I think that's the meanest thing you can say about a human being it's worse than a racial slur now the the soul of a printer is a a amazing amazing insult uh 10 out of 10 um and yeah man I don't know because I don't remember if this had happened when we did the show or if it happened after we did the show but Tasha K put out a video of herself crying for like 10 15 seconds crying going I can't take this no more and it's like what do you mean You're kicking a hornet's nest, getting stung, and then recording a reaction like, I can't take all these hornet stings. I'm like, then stop kicking hornet's nest. Yeah. Seemed pretty easy to me, but that's (laughs) just me. Maybe that's just me. Uh, All right. Any comments on YouTube for this one? Yeah. Alicia Nicole says, grocery Tetris will be a good game on the phone. Thanks, Rod. That would be fun. She also says, hey, Karen. Yes, I just want to say I chime in every show and say the Taser every damn time.
2: <laughs> at least I'm not alone,
1: y'all. Y'all hear that pregnant pause? My brain is like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Which one? Which one? <laughs> I also say I love you too at the end of the show because I do. Oh. Also, be careful. Even though the bag says zero sugar, it has added other horrible chemicals that are probably banned in other countries to make it still taste good. Oh God, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Can't do shit. I guess I got to throw those in the trash now. Thanks. <sighs> I'm just going to go eat raw broccoli out the garden and see what I, happens.
2: I'm not. I'm going to leave here anyway, so I'm going to try my best with what I got and, you know, everything for child. If y'all do it, everything going to kill you. And you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not gardening. I'm not raising my own cattle. I'm none of that.
1: So it is what it is for me. All I want to know is, is it better than the shit I was eating? That's the goal, really. I'm trying. Is it better than like, what I, I was eating? I haven't completely gone. Like, I'm not trying to go to like this uh, place where I feel like I'm suffering, Mm-mm. you know? Because uh, you know, I cook uh, most of our food, so I'm trying to cook things that I that are delicious, but but good for us and healthier than what than ordering like DoorDash or something like that. I haven't ordered DoorDash in. A- like two or three weeks now i
2: you. trust they gonna start hitting you up soon too
1: no they they do okay i just don't i I don't have to get it um but uh so i've been doing these things these that that somewhat small things but as long as it's better than what i was doing i'm cool but yeah i i guess let me know what the fuck you know the thing is but is it better is the question and i think it's I don't know. I hope it's better.
2: Yeah, and also, not trying to funny, particularly here in America, we eat a lot of shit that's banned in other parts of the world. Like, let's—I mean, the vegetable,
1: real. the vegetables are—you know—the vegetables got chemicals in them. It's you know, it's just—it is what it is. Right. Like, I'm never going to, unless I was going to go completely clean eating, mm-hmm. which I know I won't because mm-hmm. I would not stick to it. I would. Not so either. I don't want to do something where it's like. You know, you know, all I eat is carrots and water. And then I'm like, uh, that lasted three minutes. And then I was back on the General's chicken, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I was back at the Colonel's house.
2: Yes, you have to be realistic. And I do understand, you know, people, you know, having desires for people, you know, to eat better, eat cleaner, things like that. But like I said, because I'm in America, there's only so much quote unquote clean as I can get.
1: Yeah. So anyway, but thank you. Uh, let's go to the polls. The polls are, do you suffer from menu anxiety? Yes. 42%. No. 58%. And similarly on Spotify, 37% and 62%. So 62% do not. So the majority of our audience does not have menu anxiety. Uh, Marvin says also keep, oh, I'm sorry. Keep your glove compartment stocked up with the Q and a Marvin says, I also keep baby wipes in there in case I need more napkins. That's a good one. More if you need more than napkins, baby wipes to get it done. Yeah, cuz
2: it was some sticky. Yeah, you mm-hmm. spill
1: some soda or something.
2: Yeah. And particularly people with kids, that's that's a good way to get all that crap off of them.
1: Sada says, I have like half of these items on the list. I have a pen, but if I ever need to write anything down, I just write it on the back of one of those oil change receipts I keep in the glove compartment. <laughs> oh, come
2: on all changes. Well, that counts as
1: pen and papers. Maybe yes. that's, yeah, I can see that. Or oh, inspection papers. I keep them in there forget about them, too. I keep a little notebook.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, Ken Nicole says, I keep a rusty steak knife in mine. I always Ooh, forget to, re- to
2: stab, baby. I
1: always forget to remove it when I get my cabin filter replaced. At least they know I'm crazy and not to try me. <laughs> i <I'll laughs> stab you and make you get tetanus. Apparently <laughs> they go, mm-mm. We ain't you know, even try to get up on her. Yeah, they try to upcharge you. They like, uh, take the knife out first. Yes. Lee says, the only, they give you your key and your knife back at the same time. <laughs> Lee says, the only reason I don't suffer from menu anxiety is because I read the menu and check my account before I go. So I guess I do, but at home. Carrie says, I'm a truck driver, so I keep a lot of these items in my work bag. And I don't have menu anxiety because I once I find a meal at a restaurant, I pretty much stick with it. Okay, I see you, player. Uh, nothing wrong with that. I have a few mm-hmm. places where it's like, I know what I'm going to get every time you know like they they did they big one with this because <laughs> <laughs> if i branch off and it ain't good i'd be disappointed like listen the, the lasagna at portofinos they know me okay mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not navigating off of shit Mm-mm. You know, fuck what y'all make like, right Man. Like, guys, uh, I don't need to look at the menu. We both know why I came.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, let's get to some voicemails. Uh, let me play a little music, and then we'll do some voicemails. Um, boom. Boom.
3: on it. Fighting on it.
1: was fired DJ Jaffa. Uh and literally that's the name of it. All right, voicemail time. We got one from Ebony. Hey
4: there, Rod and Karen. Ebony here. Um I am vacationing. Um I am in Spain right now. I can't be coherent. I wanted to tell you that this recent episode on the gender wars with Simone and her husband, uh, Jason, spot on. Spot on the only part where I don't agree with y'all on is I do think that the people who are projecting are bitter and angry and upset. Mm. Um, They have had some really shitty relationships in their past and they are, I mean, I've seen some of the craziest stuff. She should leave him and oh, they, you know, this is the sign of divorce, red flags, red flags. And I'm like, folks have such a high standard for themselves and their relationships and who enters their lives and who doesn't on the internet. But you see it in real life, baby, they be dealing with some bullshit right. and we all do because we are all humans. I'm like, I, you know, and again, there was somebody that I uh, follow on Instagram who generally the commentary, she's a, a social or co- um, cultural commentary or whatever. She didn't even read or listen to the entire um, podcast, but was able to give like multiple posts and critiques about it and link Steadman and all this other stuff and link the whole like, hey, back in the day, he used to tweet around gymnastics and whatever. Anyway, it was just one of those days where you just are so sick of the Internet. Like, it's just like you're so sick of it. It's like y'all will not be satisfied until everybody is lonely and bitter and heartbroken the way that you are. But I am just so, so glad that you all took the time and went into depth into, um, um, into the situation. Thoughtful as always. Hope you all are having a fantastic holiday. And I'm going to get back to my scotch.
1: Take care now. First of all, thank you for writing uh, for calling in. Thank you, and um, okay. after you said that, don't sound like you really disagreed with us. Well, I think she's saying because I've made it, I I went out of my way to say I don't want to call people bitter and be dismissive ah, okay. of them. Um, and I still stick to that by the way. Um, and it's not necessarily that none of those people are bitter and stuff. I think obviously that's true about everything on the internet. Correct. If there are human beings, there are some people that will be bitter and hurt and all this stuff, but it's mostly that I didn't want to be dismissive of what I think are valid concerns of, Hey, we live in a world where blank, blank and blank happens. And so when I see certain things, my antenna goes up and I'm like, this is what this is. And I don't, like I said, I didn't want to be like, N- nah, you bitter bitches that would well, you just ain't got no man. Because I think that doesn't necessarily help in a vast majority of these situations. So that's the reason for me personally not going and engaging in that. But yeah, I, I mean, you're obviously right. Mm-hmm. Many of the people involved do have some bitterness and some history and some miserableness and stuff but that's just because we're on social media it's that would be true if they were talking about the weather you know what i mean (laughs) like (laughs) it's just it's part of it yeah yes (laughs) uh all right let's get to the next voicemails from my girl iman hey bro hey karen uh good morning i hope
3: this gets in in time before y'all do the show but um I'm just calling in about the paprika and smoked paprika thing because my theory is there are people who cannot taste paprika, whether it be regular paprika or smoked. Um, Maybe it's because they've had so many other types of spicy foods. Or it's, it's just kind of like people who eat cilantro and it tastes like soap. Or people like me, I eat grapefruit and it tastes like earwax to me. I hate it. But uh, so everyone else is like, oh, it's so sweet. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that's not what it tastes like to me. But I do love uh, paprika. Chicken paprikash is a dish I used to make all the time. Um, but now it's just transferred it to other dishes. But um, <clears throat> but smoked paprika, to me, it only tastes good if you're adding it to, like, chili or maybe some type of sajita type thing that you're making. Cause to me, it's a very strong flavor. Mm. I just like regular paprika. Like I buy the big thing of paprika from Costco and I like it. Uh, it does, to me, I can taste it, but cause it's just ground up chilies, but you know, it's okay. But that's all, that's all I'm calling in about. Uh, I'm here with my eldest. He is had to talk because she's like she wants to listen to dryptomaniacs and at first i was uh hesitant she's like i know that i'm not supposed to say the bad words i'm like you're right Aww. no
1: you're smart I'm like all right we can listen to it Cause she's listening to me with me in the car all right that's all bye-bye oh, man oh, that's sweet first of all uh i've been cooking with the smoked paprika I'm st- I'm still not sure I can taste it. Maybe it's placebo effect. I don't know. But I put it in some eggs, and I was like, I think I taste something. I don't know. Uh, is it just um, the
2: paprika? Huh? Is it just paprika? You're just doing, in the eggs?
1: Oh uh, no, I mean salt, pepper. Okay. You know, I mean mm-hmm. it's not just paprika, but I think I tasted it. I don't know, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying. I don't want to be ignorant, uh, but I do taste it more than paprika. Just regular paprika, which tastes like like nothing to me. It's just red. Um, Oh, devil
2: eggs, red.
1: But. Uh, I was looking at a cooking video the other day and they had sweet paprika. Yes. And I'm like, man, what is that? You know, so I don't know. Maybe I'm I got to get in my paprika bag, but yeah. the other thing I noticed about the smoked paprika, it didn't have like a shaking, like a top where you shake it and a little bit comes out. You just open up the jar. You got to like get a little spoon and get something out. It's it's crazy. How y'all it live like, like you that? You want the smokiness? Get out of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably just tasting smoke. They probably just mix liquid smoke <laughs> with some, I don't know. But I wouldn't know the difference um and then the other thing was the drapeto maniac stuff man it always warms my heart to hear people talk about loving drapeto maniacs it really does because y'all know how big i am on like black history and my my feelings are pretty extreme on the uh (laughs) uh, I, i don't agree with the no slavery movie people i don't i don't feel any level of embarrassment um I don't. I don't feel any level of uh, like shame attached to anything about Black struggle. I think the, it, it, we're being honest. The movies have not actually reflected our journey enough. Uh, people overemphasize the amount of material that is actually about mm. civil rights and slavery. Mm-hmm. Is actually not that much, mm-hmm. especially when you consider the scope of Black history in America. And, you uh, know, and the, and the attack on black history that is happening um, throughout our school systems and, and Republicans are doing so. Um, but right. when I hear kids love it, when I hear people, uh, you know, sharing it with their children, when I, you know, I was listening to Since We Last Spoke and Nick Jew and Bridget were on there and they talked about Drape maniacs and how much they liked it. Honestly, man, it warms my heart, man, and the t- the team over there, like everyone really worked super hard mm-hmm. to make it happen. You know, regardless of how, you know, cuz you're talking about a lot people handling a lot of stuff, very sensitive stuff, with a lot of creators, with a lot of different opinions, with a lot of different work approaches. None of us was in the same place. Not, like it was it was so fucking hard to do. Um And to know that it got done and that people, uh, you know, appreciated it is honestly the most solace I can take from it because, uh, you know, in this in the podcast game, it's not like we was getting a whole lot of money. We're not getting notoriety. We're not. No one's you know, we're not. No one's knocking on the door like let's do the next one. You know, Sony's not out here like Drake the maniac season two well, let's do it even bigger like right. you know we did that shit during the pandemic during the writer's strike and the actor strike like it you know it was hard as fuck and so the but the thing that refreshed my soul every week was listening to the episode we put out and being like this shit is so good i'm just proud to be a part of it so thank you i
2: agree and also it's one of those things when just I mean, you was talking about like the history and things like that, and like the you know in the movies and and how things are out there when people get all this critique about too much blackness this you know trauma porn and all this stuff I'm going in my mind I'm going how many holocaust movies have we have how many world war one world War two movies have we have like every year every year we get at least one to several of them goddamn movies. And I don't hear nobody critique about an oversaturation. I don't hear nobody critique about how they tired. I don't, I don't hear nobody critique. How many my movies are about fucking space exploration? Go on to the moon. Right, Crick, motherfucking Crickets! goddamn crickets mm-hmm. but when it comes to our shit and our people and shit that matters to us and shit that actually happened to us and stories that need to be told not tell me funny it gets in my fucking nose we have to deal with people whining and crying and complaining about it instead of saying that's not for me but it does not mean it does not have the right to exist that's the problem i have i like i, I understand the the, 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 the the hurt and the pain and not wanting to press through that. I get that part. My part is you stating that it should not exist. That's why I push back. Who are you to tell me something that happened to my people too? Not just you as a black person. My people too. I can't have those stories because of your insecurities. Because of how you feel. Because you're scared. Because you don't want to dive. Because you don't want to look i can't get the stories now because of that how is that fair to me you don't represent all of blackness and so you shouldn't get the loudest say so in the room
1: yeah i agree um all right time to get into some voicemails so i'll play another selection from the choir okay uh (laughs) let's go with uh let's go with one of the older ones Mm -hmm. got a couple emails linda says hi rod and karen listening to your episode a few days ago about the porn recap and you both seemed a bit confused by who may be looking at femboys content but let me clear it up for you it was us the gays tm (laughs) it was us okay that makes sense because i was like i i don't know the tm is killing me i'm sure straights are into some to some extent but it's a big thing that a lot of LGBT people are into because young bisexual and non-binary trans people. To be honest, I was 0% surprised when you said it that it was trendy this year based on content. I see many of the uh, my LGBT peers share on social media. As I understand, it's not really a regressive or emasculating term. It's more of a recent term, and it's often used to describe effeminate non-binary aesthetics. So there you go. Oh. That's what's up with that trend. You're welcome, I think thank you thank you I, I didn't know i didn't know either i'll be over here minding my straight person business i you sure know? do too i was like well they say it is but i don't
2: know i don't understand but it's on the list
1: yeah i you know i'll be minding my straight person business so sometimes i i just don't be knowing mm-hmm. you know but i think but i appreciate you telling me thank you baby i wanted to be up on it and now i am so thank you Um, (laughs) uh, we got another one. This one is from, uh, J Fool. What's up, Ryder? Karen? Just wanted to write in about Colorado and now Maine removing Trump from the Republican primary ballots. As a black person, I'm a little conflicted. Trump hasn't yet been convicted of a crime, but we all saw that insurrection at HD and even 4K. I worry that this kind of legal precedent can be used to keep black people off of ballots now that so many states are passing laws. to try to make Black Lives Matter protest crimes, especially considering Jack Smith didn't actually charge Trump with insurrection crimes. I don't think they'll be able to keep him off the ballot. From what I've read from various news sources and the actual text of the amendment, the 14th amendment doesn't explicitly mention the office of president. I think this Republican Supreme court will use that to try to block the measures by the state legislatures. But in my non-constitutional lawyer opinion, the language seems clear enough that his ass is ineligible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like the problem kind of takes care of itself for you either way. Right. Because if you're saying that, um, if you're, if you're, if what I understand is what you're saying, that you don't think it'll happen, then it won't be able to be used against black people because it can't happen. Um, and if it does happen, um, I feel like right now the standard is insurrection of the government. So, <laughs> I feel like a Black Lives Matter protest, while I do understand, slippery slope, I get it, I feel like we aren't there yet, and also i feel think trump represents a much more existential threat um that it may be worth actually saying um get him off the ballot and then and then we'll push back on them trying this to somebody else uh but he says here's the text of the amendment no person shall be a senator or representative in congress or elector of the president and vice president or hold any office civil or military under the united states or any other or in under any state who have previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or an officer of the United States or as a member of the state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may be, by a vote of two thirds of each house remove such disability. We all saw Trump definitively give aid and comfort to the insurrectionists by his tweets and inaction on January 6th. Not to mention, isn't the president an officer of the United States? Seems like he should be disqualified to me. I do think it's interesting that Michigan decided to keep him off the ballot, but I would not be surprised if that's because of all them damn militias in Michigan. They did try to kidnap the governor over COVID. They'd yes. probably try to go full boogaloo over their beloved Trump. Lastly, I don't know if it's just social media over application or what, but what the fuck are we going to do about these black men defecting and claiming they're going to vote for Trump? Yes, the majority of us vote Democrat, but what percentage is becoming that percentage is coming less and less with each passing election? I'm very concerned. What frustrates me, though, is that they don't have any good rationale. They just regurgitate Republican lies and propaganda. And yes, Biden is pissing me off with his stance on Israel. But there's no way in hell I think a Republican administration wouldn't just give Israel pocket nukes to wipe the Palestinians off the planet. Um, well, this is the thing. I do question why people are trying to turn this into a black man thing, specifically, because I remember covering the post-election uh, polls. Trump made gains in every group that, like, black women, black men, Latino men, Latino women. It was, it, I couldn't believe it. Like it was small percentage points. It's not like a huge percentage, but the fact that people went through four years of Trump and especially marginalized people and came out and some of them went, eh, not that bad. I'd do this again. I don't know what we do. And I think a lot of it is just misinformation. Um, propaganda and stuff, and the so- social media influences. I think COVID is a huge part of it because it led people to conspiracy theories and conspiracy theorists. Yes, and everything became like a secret cabal, and you're you're on the other side of this. If you go against everybody, that makes you the real smart person. So I think a lot of that is what's happening.
2: And it's also one of those things where you look at you like oh is a possibility that it's happening because like you say social media propaganda but i'm amazed probably because i'm not trying to find i'm not just stupid how many people got that check from trump and was like well at least he gave us something and you know for them that's how they voted and like i said it's probably a small percentage of people but you know i forgot the rapper or whoever came out and said that she's representing somebody she represents a lot of people who think that that is a "quote unquote" valid argument. It, it is not. It is very stupid. It is very dumb. But you know they are out there.
1: Yeah. Also, a lot of this stuff is about social media amplification because, especially in the gender wars age, if you can find black men who say the opposite of what most black men say, that person gets the the bulk of the attention and the bulk of the backlash goes to all black men. The bulk of the backlash doesn't just go to these coons. Like it's like, right. it's always like, this is the pro- The weakest link. Black men are still the strongest link of all men in America. Of period. Period. Even if you, uh, overstated and go 20% of men, black men support Republicans or Trump. 80% don't. So what the fuck? Are, why, why are we getting this? We, the, You know who is the only group that supports uh, Democrats more than black men? Black women. That's it. Not Latino women, not white women, not Asian women, just black women. So why the fuck do we always catch the slings and the arrows? OK, we live in a patriarchal society. It is fucked up. People do buy into that bullshit. Absolutely. But we literally, if you look at the votes, buy into it the least. We're just as we're, we're fucked up because we live in America. Right. We fu- We live in this world. So I'm not trying to make an argument of like black men are perfect. But my point is the way we get treated like we're the fucking real problem in, in a world where, you know, white men run the fucking Republican Party and the planet and all this shit we're the real problem is I hate that shit. And I think that a large part of that is cause of social media. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that are around each other the most, the affinity group, the niggas that push back cause they feelings are hurt. Join in to the, to with the, with the other hateful niggas instead of like just letting the shit slide. And so we just end up in these groups. But like I said, if you look it up, I'm not making this up. Trump made gains with every type of minority group. So this idea that it's just a black man thing is fucking weird, you know?
2: Yeah, and it's also one of those things, particularly being online and seeing everything online. Online amplifies a small group and makes the illusion that the group is actually bigger than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are a percentage of men, but let's, black men, Just keep it real. Most people talking, most, if you talk to black men, talk to black men, most of them are going to vote Democrat. Most are. You might have a handful, you're like, okay, this is the coon, but most of them are like, fuck Donald Trump. Like, let's just keep it real. And I think a lot of times people get this illusion that the representation online represents the representation in the real world sometimes. And these things do not always connect. And then it puts them in a place of fear. It puts them in a place that I know because it's something I've been through. Puts you in a place of fear. Puts you in a place of panic. It distorts your reality of what's actually happening and what's really going on. It's not to say these groups aren't growing. It's not to say this thing is, is not real. All it's saying is a lot of times these online numbers and polls and statistics and things are showing you things in a small microscopic area like really really small and saying this small sample is a representation of the totality and that's not uh, always and true. also
1: like it's the gender wars of it all because people try to turn it into like ice cube is representative of all black men when it's not true it's not true like we have to live in truth he, he, even if it doesn't fit your your like general agenda or narrative then at least be honest about it that you just got an agenda and you just want to shit on niggas don't turn it into nah man see the problem is you black man because he's also making games with black women and when we see a black woman acting like that we do not go candace owens is the weak link and the representative of black women we because we know that's not true right so uh, if part of this is just the ongoing cycle of men vi- fighting women online and intra-racial fights and that's why you end up with these extreme um opinions that actually are not based in fact. Even with that said, any percentage is too much to me, but Agreed. I'm not going to quibble over I'm not going to pretend it is an existential threat cuz we also don't have the numbers even if with the 13% we represent of America as black people and even less so of black men it's not like that is what is putting Trump over the top. Mm -mm. So it's, so I, I mean, I don't fuck with those people. I don't follow those people. I don't have them on our show. Nope. We don't have them in our lives, but at the same time, I I think the hyperbole and the always wanting to dunk on some, 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 some some crusty ass black dude has turned into a different reality online than what we experience in life.
2: Yeah. And like I said, I, and I do understand, you know, your concern, but actually, if you actually look at it, it's, uh, it's a pump up, yes. So okay, that's that's that is, is is to be looked at and to be concerning. Yeah. But the reality is, is the number as big as is causing the the anxiety and all of these yeah. other things that you're feeling.
1: Uh, The last thing he said is, anyway, I feel like I'm rambling. This ASAP Rocky whiskey, Mercer and Prince got me feeling real good. It's so smooth that you can fuck around and finish half the bottle before you know it. I look forward to hearing you guys' opinion. I love when y'all talk about voting in elections early, but I'm getting scared. We can't survive another Trump presidency. Yeah, I, I'm scared as well when it comes to what people are going to do. But it's also just the general anxiety of election year because it's america it's as much as it's uh as much as i believe joe biden should win i also believe it's america so it's always 50 50 and there's things piling up such as uh trump judges uh um confirming redistricting that favors gop maps and stuff like that um and so there's things that are happening constantly i'm sure we'll be covering it on the show Mm -hmm. we're not trying to be alarmist i just want people Mm -hmm. to be aware of stuff i don't want people to be blindsided by stuff and uh, as i say every single time when it's time to vote we will get what we deserve meaning if and I don't blame the politicians. I blame us a hundred percent of the time, every single time. I never out because at the end of the day, us refu, our refusal is is routed in a in a level of entitlement and privilege and um and denial when we go, I'm too good to vote. When we do that, that's on us too. And so yeah. And I, and that's not just the liberal people. The, the, there's a ton of people in America who do not vote and they go, this ain't got nothing to do with me. And then when they watch our country run roughshod over somebody or whatever, when they watch a worse outcome than what would have happened, they, they act like they have no responsibility. And like I said, I, I can't abide that. So.
2: Right. And it's also one of those things where we always know there's exceptions to the rules you know uh but for the most part yeah as a populist like i said before we don't take voting as a civil civic duty <laughs> as a citizen like they do in other parts of the world
1: uh all right we got some stuff in the mail too yay let's open these up we got some cards i believe um this is a little cute card it's very small um uh let me open up this little tiny baby it's got a reindeer on the front a cartoon reindeer if y'all can see that um Ooh. uh and on the back it, oh i'm sorry it opens up and then on the inside it says m gray from the u oh from the uk it says happy christmas mike in london oh yes oh, send that I? shit across the pond mate yeah baby you've been, you been hanging around with us for a long time sweetie yeah always chiming in from london i think he was the one that told us about that game they play with the bar mm-hmm. where they pay for the drinks um we love to see it um we got this one it's a very silvery one that says happy holidays on oh, the front that's pretty on the inside it says hi Rod and karen uh the card print says best of wishes to you and yours for a wonderful holiday se- season and Inside is from Tamara, Tam- aka Tammy B, who says, "Wishing you a Merry Christmas and Happy 2024." Thank you. Mm-hmm. And the last uh, envelope, one, the last uh, card, um, and this big red card, it says, "Tis the season," and there's a bunch of like polar bears and 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 de- and reindeer and goose Aww. and Christmas trees. On the inside, it says. It's from Adam S. It says, what makes the holidays so wonderful? Sending wishes like these to special people like you. Merry Christmas. Thank you. We appreciate y'all. Oh,
2: we and the last
1: thing, we got a package in, in this. I, I don't know what's in it. I'm going to open it now. Um oh, shit. Now I like packages. Uh, oh it's a book okay uh, shit. you know Karen loves to put a book on the shelf okay. I do
2: I'm the queen of that
1: you know I only read Kindle so I, we just the book shelf is mostly a flex in this house mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have, like to flex the books that I'm probably not gonna read oh my god at this card <gasps>
2: oh
1: yes my hero my Hero Academia card! Oh my god! Yes, I'm ready for the new season. Let's go! Yeah, we love to see it. Um, it, let's listen. go, Adoria. Yes, Adoria's on here. It's oh man, Baku Go! Let's yep. go! Oh my god, this is so good! All right, I'm oh sorry. we just had like a complete <laughs> moment. Yes, yes, nah, it's, uh, Thank you for this. Just, for the, just a let alone just for the for the card let you know before we even get into uh you know the uh the actual the rest of this shit but yeah My just favorite anime Todoroki's on here Let's go. um and what's the one with the uh glasses i don't i forget his name but uh he's on here too all right. sorry good afternoon rod and karen i hope all is well and i also hope that you both have a wonderful holiday i wanted to um share with you a special passion project that my found sister completed over the summer jaha is the essence of being uh black and southern and she has conducted interviews with black elders who lived during the jim crow south a book of rich stories of being black in the united states i know that this is not the type of electronic format you used to but i wanted to uh to i wanted her personally to sign this book for you and karen Aww. thank you for everything that you do for us listeners miss barnes listen thank okay you. i will never not take a signed copy of a book i like so I signed copies okay nothing's better than a flex mm-hmm. okay so, that's why i
2: like the books they signed it
1: and the title of this book is to those who those who saw the sun um african-american oral histories from the jim crow south and it's got that that hardback old oh, school oh
2: shit now smell so I, like sound like a
1: piece of wood do do it smell like oak smell like skeleton bark libraries okay <laughs> smell like redwood okay it says to ride and care may the lessons from the elders in this book be inspiring encouraging and informative god bless uh jaha thank you oh
2: thank you baby
1: oh so- We appreciate everybody. Thank you. I'm glad we did this feedback show. Um, And, you know, we'll probably uh, have to do one next week, too. Uh, JL Covan, tomorrow, 10 a.m., have Blackface coming out on your streaming platforms. Until next time, I love you. Love you, too. Bye.